Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am very happy to be with you here today because I am blessed to have, yes, a client who wrote a book called The Art of Listening to Angels, but also a dear friend, soul sister, you know, traveler on this journey, someone who's been to every single one of my breakthrough events since I've been hosting them for the last seven, eight years. It is my honor and my privilege to bring you today my guest, Lilia Shoshana Ray. So welcome, Lilia. Oh, Christine. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy you're here too. And one of the reasons why I'm really happy that you're here is because you heard me mention, right, that Lilia wrote this book called The Art of Listening to Angels. However, Lilia for 30 years was a state legislative lawyer, right, who sort of on the side also talked to angels. And the reason specifically why I brought Lilia on to speak with you today is because she is a living, breathing, walking, talking embodiment and example of how this desire to write a book can truly transform and, and shift the trajectory of your life, right? She's a Reiki master. She helps people develop their ability to communicate with their own angels. I mean, she's an amazing human being who's really here to help people live heaven on earth now. And I would love for you to start, Lilia, like, because that's kind of story, you guys got to admit, right? 30 years as a state legislative lawyer turned, you know, angel messenger and author of a book called The Art of Listening to Angels. So, Lilia, when did you first have that inkling that you wanted to write a book? Would you share a little bit about the journey? Sure. Well, you know, when my angels came into my life, I was in my mid-40s and mid-career. And it was a surprise. I didn't know anybody else who talked to angels or heard angel messages. And so it was all part of a new path for me. You know, it was the start of my current spiritual journey that I've been on for the last 20 years. And so as I developed my relationship with the angels and realized that there would be other people in a situation where they had maybe not a, a connection with the angels, but some other life shifting thing, an epiphany, that they might benefit from my story. I, I knew it was a different situation where, you know, I was in this professional career using my logical left brain. That beautiful lawyerly mind you have. <laughs> yes. And then to have this experience and to realize that it wasn't my imagination, it was for real, and that the interactions with my angels were helping me and that they could help other people. And so it was seeing that perhaps my experience could help others. So the idea of a book was probably early on 
I didn't start writing until 2008. And then it took me until 2016 to finish it and get it published. So it was, you know, a time that it took to develop, but it was just a, you know, just an idea based on my experience. And I thought maybe somebody else could benefit from hearing my story and going from there. And I know one of the really fun things in being able to work with you when we published Lilia's book for her, and you can go to the show notes to, you know, catch a link to go grab yourself a copy on Amazon. But, you know, I remember this kind of moment you had, Lilia, after the book was out, when you realized that people were actually really reading it and people were commenting to you and you were hearing that you know your book was dog-eared and underlined and people were reading it a second time and having these experiences and you were like a little bit of a deer in the headlights and this probably happens to a lot of authors put so much focus and energy into just getting it published that you almost like forget about this whole other part of the book being received and being praised and being credited as having you know huge impact on people's lives. So would you just talk personally for you about what that was like? Because I do, I remember you had this like look of shock on you. It was like, <laughs> yeah, like this person has it on their nightstand. You know, it was so cute. It was so awesome to witness having coached you, you know, through the process. But um, would you just talk a little bit about that? Sure. It has been an amazing experience because certainly i i did the best i could do you know to write the best book and and it was a journey and you helped me get to it the angels definitely helped me but i never i never imagined anybody to say that they had my book and they kept it on their nightstand or that they were reading it a second time it just i felt so blessed and and honored and I realize you write the book, you do your best, and then it's on a journey of its own. And it's reaching the the readers that you thought it might and, and many others, and that they're going to have their own experience with it. So it's been exciting and just so affirmative to have people come back and say those wonderful things. Yes. Yes, yes. It was just, it was so sweet. I was surprised you were. <laughs> and the, the, specifically, like the thing about the nightstand, I just remember that one. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I've had people say that to me, especially with my book, A Daily Dose of Love. It's like, oh yeah, I keep it on my nightstand because there's only very special books that are on that <laughs> nightstand. That's like, you know, that's prime real estate when it comes to books. So, what makes it to the nightstand? So, Totally fun. I do want to talk a little bit more like about your book and that work, but before we get into that, you know, writing for so many people, and I'm sure some of you listening right now, I'm like, it's a real journey. It's a real, at least for those who are not just, you know, cranking out in a book in a weekend or, you know, doing a template kind of a model for just answer a few questions and write a book, but the ones who are truly writing these transformational books, it, it is a journey. So what wisdom, advice do you have for all of our listeners who are in the writing process now and you know, might be experiencing some of the ups and downs that we experience on this journey of writing books? 
Right. So I feel that it's really important for the author to get into that place of their authentic self. That is key. There are lots of times that I wrote from my analytical mind that I was very familiar with, and those pages did not make it into my book. (laughs) So, you know, I needed to get into that space where I was really in touch with my core message and what you helped me to see that was key to really be in touch with that ideal reader, really get a sense of them and what they need from that. Because when I started out, I was writing because I felt called to write and there were good pieces in it. But I had not connected to my reader at all. I hadn't. I didn't know to do that, or you know, somewhat. No one knows to do that. Like, there's so many people who want to write a book and they don't know that the importance of connecting with the ideal reader. So I'm really glad that you're that you're touching on this. That you'd been working on it for years and didn't didn't know, and then you knew, and then it probably made writing a lot easier. It did, and made it easier, but it also made it better. Because when you're in touch with who you're communicating to, then the, you know, the idea to, um, I don't know, it's, it's, you can come up with the examples that will be more meaningful to that particular reader instead of just generically, oh, say, how can I explain this? (laughs) Then you're going to get into your head and it's going to feel like, head language and it's not going to be well you know it's not going to be received at the heart because it's not coming from the heart yeah yeah so beautifully said it's not going to be received in the heart if it's not coming from the heart and i think i mean correct me if you think i'm wrong you'll although you'll probably agree because i know you pretty well that part of that tuning in to authentic voice and really allowing yourself to just speak what's there especially i know for you right like you had this like 30 year government job as a lawyer and now you're going to speak your truth and come, come out as, you know, the woman who can communicate with angels and teach you how to communicate with your angels. What part do you feel like trust plays in this process that authors go through in birthing these transformational books? It's of course key and getting away from in that process of trust, you have to, deal with the fear of what people will say. How will I get rejected or all those other things that can come up around that. And then for me, it was trusting. I I was trusting my angel team. They were helping me and they weren't guiding me to do this just for, you know, a whim. There was a reason for it. I had to trust that there was a good reason for me to do this and to have people, you know, if they couldn't understand it, you know, that's fine. I wasn't asking anybody to understand who wouldn't benefit from the message. And I also found that it was so accepted by so many. I was afraid my kids would think I was, you know, mom lost it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And they have just been so wonderful about it. And they just, oh, mom, we already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. The things we do to ourselves, right? Like here you are concerned about what your children are going to think about their, you know, lawyerly mom who is, uh, you know, now communicating with angels and they already knew. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I also just want to highlight here one of the things, you know, that you're talking about is there are some people, you will have readers. You probably do, I'm sure I do, and all of you who are listening who are going to, you know, either already have a book or working on a book that will be published soon or maybe next year, who knows, but you will have people who just completely disagree with what you say and don't like what you're writing. Like, you know, I guess the word we use nowadays is like, you'll have haters. I don't like saying that, but it's like, that's how they're kind of classified. People that just kind of, you know, rain on your parade. But the ones that are meant for this message, I mean, they're going to lift you up and throw you a parade and celebrate you because you actually did it and they needed to hear that message. So, you know, any advice, any further advice? You've already, you know, talked well, a little bit about. What just came to mind is, you know, you envision that person having your book on the nightstand, that they're getting so much value in it that it, it makes the short list that's there handy to refer to. And, you know, just if you're really focused on serving them, then you don't care what anybody else thinks or how they would react. And so... I think as much as you can enliven your concept of who the ideal reader is and then also, you know, how they will enjoy your book and kind of comments you will receive. I, it's been exciting for me. So I just encourage everybody to tap into that as they're writing because that's going to make it even better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we may have some people listening, you know, and we might have some people listening like, what? Like Christine's interviewing people who talk to angels? Yeah. <laughs> right. um, and again, like, this is this is just the start, you know, <laughs> with some of the clients I've worked with and who and what and how they're communicating. It's It's pretty amazing. But there's probably another portion of you that are listening right now thinking to yourself, like, oh my gosh, like, is it possible that I might be able to connect with any of that angelic energy to support me in this process of writing my own book. As you know, they've heard you talk about, you know, how they helped you. Um, your angel team helped you. So can anyone develop a connection with their angels and use that connection to help them move through life, maybe with in writing with a little bit more ease and grace? My angels say yes. And they have asked me to step into this role of being a messenger for the angelic realm, to let people know that angels are available and accessible and they want to help us with whatever we're doing. You know, what they want to help us with most is our soul's purpose. What are the biggest challenges in our life that will then help us serve? And they want to help us through them more easily than we can do it on our own. And there are different ways to connect with them. People don't have to hear messages like I do or see them. I don't often get visual images just once in a while when it's been important. But more often with my students and clients, they get other kinds of signs that give them messages. And whether it's 
you know, repeating numbers on a digital clock, or I've had experiences on receipts that have been meaningful, and uh, seeing feathers. So many people see feathers that show up unexplainably. But the angels will get to you through whatever way you are open to, whatever gifts you have. So whether we all have intuitive gifts and it's just, they will get to us through our best intuitive gifts. If we will allow it, if we will open up to them, if we will recognize it. And when we do, when we hear something, be grateful, that helps. And then act, act on whatever guidance it is that you receive. And that will help develop the relationship because they can see that you're open to it and that you want it. And they do respect our free will. So that's why asking and being open and and showing that you really want them in your life helps with the relationship. I don't know about you, Lilia, but I feel like some of our listeners right now are just taking a deep <laughs> breath and feeling just this. I mean, at least I can, I can feel it as you're speaking. And I assume that our listeners, um, at least some of them are feeling it too. Just this, ah, like this, this weight that just maybe got lifted from this process. That, I mean, sometimes writing a book can feel like climbing Mount Everest, right? But Hopefully, as you just tuned into Lillian, maybe not just her words, but also the vibration of her words, which in and of itself is powerful. Hopefully, you felt that sense of lightness, that sense of lift, that sense of, oh, like there, there's help available. I mean, not just in physical form, of course, like I'm available to help you in the physical form, and some people consider me an angel, but there's also this whole invisible realm that you have access to. It just... I don't know. I just felt this whole, huh, like 50 pounds just melted off of me just in hearing you speak about the possibility. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. And I, I can't emphasize it enough that they really do want to help. And if nothing else, if you know anyone wants to make that connection, to just open up so that you can feel their love. You might not get a message, but if you can be reminded of what love is and they like to reflect that back to you so that you know the love you are. That's another important thing they want us to know. We are love. We are light. And it's through that that we get in touch with our message. We, we know what words to say because they just flow through us when we can get into that zone, that that alignment, where we're really being authentic, we're in touch with it, we've let go of any fears or blocks, and just allow the words to flow. Mm, So well said, and I think so incredibly true. This is why, I mean, if you haven't gone yet to grab my book, The Transformation Quadrant, it's free. You can go to the show notes, you'll get a link there to go, go get it. But the first quadrant that I talk about, and I have an episode, actually a solo episode coming up, I'm going to talk about this, but the first quadrant of transformation when it comes to writing your book is really connecting with the transformation that you want for yourself. And Lilia, what you just said, because I have witnessed people, and I know being in some of my groups you know, that you've been in as a participant, you've been able to witness people really coming to that place of knowing and understanding and living from the truth that they are love and they are light. And you, you do, you see the manuscripts pour 
from that place of knowing and that place of truth. So just so beautiful. And I just, I just need to say, because I just mentioned show notes. When you go to the show notes, Lilia actually has a free resource there for you that is a guided meditation on connecting to the angels. So if this is interesting to you and you're like, hmm, I want to you know, go a little bit deeper, of course, there's a link to go grab her book, but also a link to go get that free meditation from her. And you know, some of you, hopefully I'll hear from some of you listeners who'll come back and be like, yeah, I did that meditation and like I was able to connect and it has made writing easier. Like that, that's my hope <laughs> for um, those of you that go too. and grab that and listen. Absolutely. Yes. So we've just got a few more minutes left here, Lilia. Is there like, what would you say? Cause you went through some ups and downs, some shifts in terms of the content of your book and, you know, where it ended up versus where you thought it, it would, would start where it started and where it ended what words of wisdom or what were some of the things that worked for you when you found yourself kind of up against that place of like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I can do this or whatever those moments were. We know you had the angels, but we also know that there were some of those human moments of like, ah, so what, what worked for you in those moments? Well, I, I would say in my book, I talk about, we get to these places when we're trying to work with the angels or we're trying to write our book and we've done everything we can and we still feel blocked. That's when coaches and mentors or friends are good to talk to because somebody outside of us can help us through those, those blocks. And the other thing I would say is to really be patient and compassionate with yourself. Because this is a transformational journey, as Christine has written about quite a bit. And so it's not going to be an instantaneous thing. And any delay or rewriting can be just to make it a better book. I, you know, I went through several different manuscripts, but that's what my writing process was in order to get to that book that, you know, people are keeping on their nightstand. It was not an easy journey. There were times that I was ready to give up, but I just found a way to keep tapping in. I kept connecting to, you know, what is the message and why, why me? And when I connected to it, that I had some you know, I'm, I'm not an expert, but I've had the experience so that people also who are not experts can take that first step and make a difference in their life. And I love how in your book, Lilia, you spoke to that. Like yes. you definitely spoke to like, I'm not, you know, I'm not this expert, you know, sort of person. You were, you were so human and so authentic and so down to earth and so real. And I think that's probably part of why people put your book on their nightstand. And I think for those of you listening who are writing, really need to take that to heart. The more authentic, the more genuine, the more real, the more human, the more imperfect, you know, you allow yourself to be on those pages the more your readers, and you talked about the importance of ideal reader, the more that ideal reader can connect with you. And maybe you will earn the cherished, you know, place of being, you know, having placement on the nightstand. 
But I'm pretty sure, Lilia, that if you if you kind of approached it like you were this all-knowing expert about angel everything, there would have been such a disconnect with your reader that you would not be getting the responses that you're getting. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. <laughs> that would uh, turn people off. But, you know, if somebody really was an expert... And writing from that place, fine, but it's just being truthful about where you are and what you know and and what your reader needs to know, having that connection with them. And I think that, Lilia, is probably what made this experience so profoundly transformational for you as a person, as a woman, you know, walking this earth in this in this body at this time just the authenticity and the level of truth and yeah, just truth and authenticity that you expressed on the pages. I feel strongly that that's part of what made this such a rich um, experience that has literally, you know, catapulted you out of, you know, government work as a lawyer and into, you know, the realm of doing the divine work you're here to do your soul work, as you said earlier. So Ah, so magnificent. Anything else you want to say in closing before you wrap up and say goodbye for this episode? No, other than I just wish each author well in the process. And it's a very special journey. And many have the idea of it. And many also don't get to that point that they have that published book. And just follow your heart on that because it's a a beautiful journey, life-changing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you're all taking a breath and just taking that into your being. I know sometimes on these episodes, like we're very brass tacks, nuts and bolts, like, you know, understanding the Amazon algorithm. And other times we're going to be here talking about this deeper, richer, you know, soul experience of becoming a transformational author. So I want to thank you, Lilia, from the top and the bottom and the middle and every Aww. nook and cranny and <laughs> corner of my heart for taking the time to be here today with me and with my, with my audience and to share your beautiful wisdom and your your message. I just feel like you gave everyone a little love bath on today's episode and that they're just a little more ready to go out there and write and publish and talk about and market and share their books. So thank you, my dear. Thank you, Christine. It's been such a privilege. Thank you. It sure has. And thank you all for being here. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.